Hello, Thanksgiving. I'm pretty, uh, very uh, excited to be here with you. And I bring greetings from Dominican, Dominican Republic, especially from the city of Puerto Plata. That's the city where God gave me the honor to be the, the senior pastor of Comunidad de la Fe, uh, faith community, which has been the second church that God has given me the honor to plant in a period of five years. So I want to thank you on behalf of the church for the long-term uh, relationship through the years. It's been many years since God brought me to your life. Amen? Amen. So I don't feel like a guest here. I belong to Thanksgiving family. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go real quick to the, to the Bible. Let's turn in 1 John, 1 John chapter 4 through verse 7. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 20, 21. When you have it, you may say, Amen. Amen. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Say it with me. God is love. Say it again. God is love. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this amazing opportunity to be able to speak to your people. I beg you, Lord, that during the sermon, if there's anybody sick, that Jesus heal him. If there's anyone going through any sort of depression, that the Holy Ghost bring the joy of the salvation. If there's anyone going through any necessity, I beg you, God, that you touch in the areas that they need. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen and amen. And the subject that I have for you is embracing the love of God. Embracing the love of God. One time I was leading an evangelistic outreach and in one of the, of the homes, one of the houses, I met a man named Julian. Julian is 71 years old. While I was trying to tell Julian about Jesus, while I was trying to tell Julian about the gospel, Julian interrupted me and he began to tell me how much he knows about the Bible. I was amazed by his knowledge and I asked him what church he attends. And Julian told me a very sad story. He told me that he was a faithful leader in a Christian church with his wife. But one Sunday, while he was on his way to church, two men trying to rob them killed his wife right in front of him. That day, his life changed forever. Julian was very disappointed with God. So he gave up on God and, and the church, leading him to backslide. I was surprised by Julian's story, but God gave me wisdom 
so that I could explain Julian that even though his wife was murdered, she was embraced by God's love in heaven. And I told Julian that God also wanted him to embrace, to embrace him when he died, when he dies. So Julian reconciled with God that very moment. And when we become mindful of God's love for our lives, we have a wider perspective of God's, of God's purpose for us on earth. I will repeat that again. When we become mindful of God's, of God's love for us, we can get a better perspective on our purpose on earth. God's love never ends because God's love is the mightiest love. There is nothing that is able to break God's love for you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 38, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither the present, neither the future, nor any powers can separate us from God's love. It doesn't matter the situation that you're going through. It doesn't matter the struggles that you're going through. I want to tell you, God embraces you with his love in a daily basis. Whenever you're going through hard times, God hugs you. And I want you, I want you to feel the love of God even while I'm preaching to you right now. God's love never changes. Why? Because God's love is graceful. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14 says, May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And this is one of the reasons why we need to clean and focus on God's love. Because God's love never changes. When we as human beings, we offer love, our love is conditioned. The very day that I fail you, the very day that I hurt you, you might stop loving me, but God never stopped loving us because God's love never changed. God's love is unchangeable. There's nothing that you can do that make God stop from loving you. You don't make God to love you more today because you gave a generous offering. You don't make God to love you more or less because you're good or bad. God loves you no matter where you're going, no matter what's the pain that you're feeling in your heart. God always loves you. God always loves you. God loves you. So God's love is from above. And this is the difference between the type of love that people experience in a single day with the love of God. Because the love of God is coming from above. The love of God coming from heaven. That's why it's a different love. It's an agape, agape love. It's an agape love. And love is not a feeling. Love is a person. And is the person of Jesus Christ. But this is what happened. As believers, we embrace the Lord Jesus as our, as our Savior, and we believe that 
The only love that, that, that we have available is the love that made God to give his only son so that we can have salvation. But let me tell you, let me tell you this. As the person of Jesus is in your life, he wants you to experience the fullness of God's love. He wants you to experience the fullness of God's love. Hallelujah. How many of you give thanks to God because no matter the situation that's been happening in your life, God's been a great God to you. Say with me, thank you, God, because you've been an amazing God. Sometimes we look at God's love through the lens of our struggles, past mistakes, and bad experiences during our childhood. And then we have a dark definition of God's love. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And just like John said in the very first scripture that we read, if we are able to love, it's because God loved us first. If we are able to love, it's because Jesus is inside of us. So the more Jesus is inside of you, the greater will be the love that you manifest to other people. This is what everybody needs today. All we need is the love of God through the person of Jesus Christ. And through the years, I realized this truth more and more, that if every one of us start asking God in prayer, give me your love, and give me the ability to embrace such love, because this is what happens. Sometimes the circumstances don't allow us to embrace the fullness of the love of God. And for that reason, we need to ask God, give me the ability so that I'm able to embrace God's fullness love. Because sometimes we receive that love partially. And he wants you to embrace the total abundant love of God through the person of Jesus Christ. For that reason, when Jesus was in front of the Samaritan, instead of accusing her because of her past, what Jesus, what Jesus did was to show compassionate because he is a compassionate God and his love is full of compassion. And that's what makes his love different and special. Because it's, a, it's love full of mercy. So many of us sometimes stay behind because we made this mistake or that mistake. And we stay back and suddenly we don't want to come back to church. We don't want to trust in the next person that God brings to our life. We don't want to dream again because that dream that we had in the past was dead because of the failures. And all these past things put us in a situation in which we just don't want to keep on going. And let me tell you in the name 
of the Lord. Today, God gives you a new opportunity to embrace his love again, once again. And once you embrace his love again, you'll be able to love again. You'll be able to trust again. You'll be able to believe for the miraculous power of God, which is ready to manifest in any area of your life. Thanksgiving, thank you very much for listening. Remember, in Dominican Republic, we love you. So we thought we'd just have a little Q&A time with Pastor Pedro as well um, today, tonight. So thanks for your great message, and uh, you never get tired of hearing about God's love. So I appreciate you, your you so inspiring much. words. But um, um, so many of us have been to the DR a few times, and uh, one of the things that maybe you notice when you're here in Bellevue, even as I drive home, I drive by like six different churches on the way home. Wow. I can turn on uh, Christian radio. You know, there's several channels. And uh, I know for many of us, um, sometimes we just can kind of become, I don't know how I used to say it, we just kind of mold into the culture because the Christian church is so, so much a part of the fabric of the culture. When, when people come to Christ in the Dominican Republic, and you've seen that, you've shared many stories of that, what are some of the changes that you see um, in their lives, in their families' lives, even in their community that they're a part of. If you could share a little bit about that. We, we see hope through their eyes. Mm. When a person comes to Jesus, is not the same hopeless person. Mm. You see the hope of Christ in their eyes, and you can see brightness through, through all of that, of that person and how this person is able to interact through, that, through the community. It's, it's a great difference in their life because that's what Jesus does when somebody embraces mm -hmm. uh, God's love you know there's mm -hmm. hope and you can see it through their eyes awesome so you you've shared with us even in the past that even like medical care isn't quite as available as it is here and um, I don't know if you have a story of um, I know you've shared with many of us over the years about some healing that's taken place in people's lives as they've experienced God's love um, can you tell us a little bit about that? It's, I yes. know you believe in healing because you've yes. prayed. And yes. So. In, in, in Dominican Republic, the, the medical system is, is very difficult to have access. Uh, there's what we call private uh, clinics, uh, private hospitals, that only people who are able to afford it, they are able to get into, into these places. So many of these people in Dominican Republic the only hope that they have is that God is able to, to heal them. Mm. And one time I encountered this lady who had a, um, a little boy with a shorter, with a shorter feet. And before uh, finishing this, this testimony, I want to tell you that if any miracles happens, it's because God is the only one able to do miracles. Men mm. cannot do miracles, only God is able by his grace and his favor mm. to do miracles. So I grabbed the, 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 the leg of the, of the little boy. What did you say what was wrong a, with the a leg? Shorter, a shorter leg. Sh a shorter, shorter, a smaller. Oh, sure, I got you. Okay, yeah, a short, smaller yeah. leg. So okay. I, the lady told me with Christ in her eyes, the doctor said there's nothing we can do. Mm. And, I, and I asked her, can I pray for your little boy? So when I started praying, the leg, before I finished praying, the leg was enlarged to the same size 
of the other leg in front of her eyes and in front of the eyes of the people that were there. Mm. And this is what God do, does through, through, through his healing power. When mm. doctor says it is impossible, God said, I will be able to do it if we believe. Mm. Wow. That's a, yeah, isn't that a great, yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. I know in our American mindset, sometimes it's, we're skeptical of that kind of thing when we don't, uh -huh. we don't see it with our own eyes. So yeah. um, what are some of the challenges that you face in, 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 in sharing the gospel and, um, and um, just in your church life? And, you know, there's challenges that we all have here as we try to live out our Christian faith. What do you, how, how do you experience well, challenge? One of the challenges that I face is that sometimes you telling people about this amazing God and they struggle, struggling even mm. with their basic needs, you yeah, know? Yeah. And sometimes, like you were saying, people start to, re to reasonably, you know, to think with their minds, with their logic, but what are you talking about if I'm going through this very uh, terrible uh, situation, you know? So it is a challenge, you know? So I ask you, Thanksgiving, to pray for us as we are in the lowest community of, of Puerto Plata, and other regions of, of, of Latin America, Haiti, you know, telling these people about this Jesus who is able not only to save them, but is also able to restore them in every areas of, mm -hmm. of their lives. Yeah. So I think what I'm hearing you say too, it's when we share, we say God loves you, but mm -hmm. if we can help them, if they're hungry, yeah. if they're thirsty, uh -huh. if they're in prison, if they meet a physical need, they're a lot more open to, yeah. to God's love for their life. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, thinking about our partnership, we've uh, Thanksgiving and in, in, in your ministry of over 10 years now. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about it on the way over a little bit to services tonight. Tell us a little bit about what that means to the people back in the DR that are part of your church and even to you on a daily basis, knowing that yes. we're in partnership together. Yes, we, we thank God. For you, wonderful people, uh, thank you so much. Because of your support, we'll be we, we've been able through the years not only to preach the gospel from the pulpit, but also to be able to go house by house and help people with, with food, mm. uh, go to the, to, the, to the elders, to the elders' home. Mm. You can see the image in the screen. Uh, we've been able to go to the, to the elders' home, rehab center, to bring food to them. And God is being glorified through that benevolence that we do in a weekly basis in, in, Dominican, in Dominican Republic. Because when you enter into some of these people's house and you come with a gospel plus with a bag of food, hmm. hey, people are exciting, mm -hmm. exciting to hear. What is this Jesus you're talking about? Tell me right now because I want to hear. I want that Jesus that made these people's hearts to be generous back in the States and also is opening the door for you to be able to do a greater impact in mm. our lives. Yeah, that's good. I, I like what you said. So the um, uh, way we talk about around here a lot, too, is that we love people, but then we also want to bring hope into their lives yes. and not be meeting a need. Jesus did it. You know, he, yeah. not, he not only was able to teach, but he was able to turn water into wine. That's right. You know, he yeah. was able to multiply the bread and the fish and... As, as the Church of Jesus in Latin America, especially in Dominican Republic, we've been able to find generous people, generous supporters like Thanksgiving in his steps ministry, Dennis and Marcia, so that we are able to reach out 
beyond the borders and beyond the walls of the church. Yeah, that's great. I think we have a short video clip of one of the opportunities there. This, was this our own mission team? That yeah, was that, the, was, yeah. that was the team that was part of, of that. Of that was, that's the elder's home. Can you take it to someone? So an elderly home. They were able to bring food there. And, yes, yes. And, and, you know, that's a big concern here in America, too. How do we take care of our elderly? Mm -hmm. So this is a... These, these elders are very special because what Pastor Franklin did was he goes to the streets and he lifts up those elders that have been forsaken by their own relatives. Mm. Yeah, okay. it, These are not elders that family bring. No, it's elders that he picks up you know, from the street. He brings from the street and put them in a shelter, in a safe place, and feed them and take care of them. They have no other place to go. There, there wouldn't be a place to go. There are private elders, but you need to have certain money to be able to put your loved one inside of there. But his one is a Christian elder home, mm -hmm. and they don't care if the person doesn't have any money for, for food. They bring it in and support them. Oh, great. That's great. Okay, final question, then we'll let you off the hook here, all right? <laughs> so we've been in a long series uh, talking about uh, God, that he would prepare our hearts to take new ground. And we've been talking about things like humility and courage and all those kinds of things, love. Um, tonight, um, we're talking about what it means to live purposefully, purposefully uh, to live in mission. And I wonder, um, I know that even, you know, even as a pastor, sometimes I feel like, oh, that's a, that's a little bit that's scary. That's, or I'm just too busy. You know, I've got my own stuff to do every day. And I, I wonder if you might just offer us a word of encouragement tonight. You're a missionary, but really, we're all missionaries, aren't we? And God's given us people in our lives. I don't know if you'd offer a word of encouragement about how, how, do we, how should we approach that in our thought life and our prayer life about wanting to reach our friends and, and family with the gospel. Yes, uh, if I would be in a society like the United States, if I would be as busy as you, the first thing that I would do, I would become a friend of the people that need Jesus. Hmm. You become a friend with them. There are multiple ways that, that in the past we didn't have, you know, like, like text, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook, Twitter, you know, social media. You know, we become a friend of the person who needs Jesus first, and after we become a friend, then God will give us the time to share the gospel with them. Because when they see the difference in your life, they will ask you, who are you? Who is behind you to be such a person like that? Awesome, awesome. All right, so how can we pray for you? We're going to pray for you right now. Any one thing that maybe comes to mind that we can be praying for you tonight? Yes, please. Thank you so much. If you can pray for, for me and my wife, that every day God gives us the grace and his favor to keep on reaching out to the people. Because the type of people that we're reaching out is people, you know, out of people in prostitution, uh, throughout addiction, drugs. So we need that God gives us the grace and the favor every day so that we can keep on reaching all these people and that we never get tired. <laughs> because as ministers of God, sometimes we're tired and we don't want to do anything else. So that God help us to be up and running in a single day by his grace. Amen? Yep, we can identify with that. So that's good. So let's hold up our hands as we pray a blessing over Pedro. And, and Lord, uh, just so grateful we can call Pedro uh, uh, brother. 
and Alba, our sister, and the three boys that you've blessed them with. We pray a special blessing upon their whole family tonight, God, that you would um, increase their dependence upon you each day so they would not be working from their own power and strength, but just from a free flow of the Holy Spirit in their lives. You would increase their favor. Um, God, the, the persons of peace, God, you would make them aware of, of who the people you're calling them to. And God, give them great confidence um, by your Spirit to, to, to reach out and to, to love the people, as we've heard about tonight, to bring people hope. Uh, God, then we know that faith is just a, a natural byproduct of loving and bringing hope. So God, thank you, and we pray for our partnership as we launch into the future, God, that we have much to learn from Pastor Pedro and his ministry, and we can have a reciprocal relationship of caring and, uh, for one another and supporting one another as we launch into the future. And we thank you for his presence with us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.